Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, everybody? Me this week stands for gonorrhea. Gonorrhea. Yeah. What you get when you pick up friends on Craigslist. Hey. Don't hate, appreciate. Hey, man, balling on the budget is balling on the budget, man. <laughs> Still balling. Yeah, right. So, what's up, man? How's it going, dude? Not much, man. Dude, that, I'm still pumped about the, the fucking clowny signing, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's definitely going to – that's the thing is you guys, obviously on offense, you guys are pretty stack. Your offensive line was the only thing really that was a question mark. But with the running attack that you guys have and the fact that fucking Baker Mayfield is uh, utilizing play-action pass as much as he is now, that offensive line isn't going to do much – it's not going to hurt them as much. And their defense now is so fucking bad. Plus the draft will come in, dude. Yeah. Yeah, so our defensive line alone features uh, Sheldon Richardson. You got – and then you got Miles Garrett, obviously. Then you have Andrew Billings and Malik Jackson and Jordan Elliott as the rest of our defensive tackles. Then on the other side, you got Clowney, McKinley, and then Porter Gutston. And our linebackers are, eh, they're all right. You got uh, Taki Taki, Anthony Walker, Mac Wilson, Jacob uh, Phillips, Malcolm Smith. Hopefully, hopefully, where we pick up is uh, is either a corner or a safety or not, not. We don't even need a safety. We need a linebacker or a corner. Linebacker and a corner, really. Um, I could see him doing it. I mean, the other thing is also, so they're going to most likely when they start, they're going to be the second best defense in the league, um, which, is, which is great. Um, <laughs> it's great just hearing that come out of somebody's mouth. The Browns are going to have a great defense and a great offense. <laughs> no, dude, de- defensively, the only team that holds a can that, that is better than them, in my opinion, is Tampa Bay. But Tampa Bay is so loaded. And like I said, automatically, they're going to be the number one ranked rushing defense in the league, which is, you know, if it's, there's not many teams in the league that can depend strictly on passing for a whole game. So that's why Tampa Bay is who they are. You guys are a lot more dynamic. Um, We're very, very balanced. We are probably one of the most balanced teams in the NFL, I feel. And on the defensive side, you guys are very athletic, which is also plays in. It's kind of how Buffalo has gotten away with um, not having the most stout defense the last five years or so, but they're still credible because they're so fucking athletic and they play so physical that it's hard to play against them. Same with you guys. And we're very young. Yeah. Like Garrett is 25, 26. Garrett is 25, I believe. It's a baby. Dude. Dude, the, The oldest players that we have on our team is fucking OBJ and Landry. And then, um, I want to say, uh, Richardson. I think those are the oldest dudes on our team. You guys have really surprised and, here because I really didn't think you guys were going to be busy. 
during free agency um, because he didn't have many. Yeah. But you guys have been extremely busy, actually, for for as little as little as you really need on paper. And you can see that they are so committed to fucking winning right now. And I love it, dude. Dude, never in my life, never, ever in my life. And I've been alive longer than you by, I think, eight or nine years. Uh, I've never heard the brown one. God, you're fucking old. <laughs> Go ahead, say I want to hear you say this. So never never have I heard anybody say that the Browns are ready to win right now. That they're committed to winning right now. Never. It's always been maybe they'll hit five hundred. <laughs> dude, dude, okay. So even before the Browns left in ninety five and when they came back in ninety nine, never in my lifetime have I heard man. The Browns might make it to the playoffs. Damn. Okay, the Browns made it to the playoffs one time since they've came back. And that was in, I want to say, like 2002, 2007, something. Something way, way back, you know. And we were we were like a 500 team. And I, ironically, we played Pittsburgh and we got our ass beat. <laughs> was did you guys have Garcia or did you guys have Howe? I can't remember when Garcia came over because he was there for like two years. That was the year that yeah, I don't remember, man. It's been so long. Ago. I think. I think it was Garcia. I want to say it was too because people were saying, you know, Garcia's always was criticized for a weak arm, an incredibly weak arm, actually. Uh, so I, I want to I want to say that I remember the announcer saying, you know, he may not have all the attributes that you look for, but the guy you knows how to win, and that was the big thing, you know. Um, and that's true. Yeah. He'd make a great coach, I think. You know, I, I think the same thing about like Trent Dilfer. Just a really average dude, but knows how to play the game. He's played – these guys have played behind some of the greatest ever. You know what I mean? So well, dude, it's it's like saying, um, you know, Fitzpatrick would make a great coach or fucking uh, McCowan would make a great coach. These dudes would make great fucking coaches. And I think – I think out of all of them, I think Fitzpatrick – I think he loves the game so much that I think he would come back and coach. The day that he calls a quit, calls it a career, is going to be a very sad day for me, dude, because <laughs> I years when I, where I really didn't have a fucking horse in the race, Fitzpatrick always makes the year entertaining. I mean, that's, that's that fits magic for you. Okay. Wow. <laughs> So while we're on the topic of Fitzpatrick, yeah, yeah. because the the beard and everything just made it uh made me think of this. Did you see the pictures that fucking um, Minshew posted on social media? No, bro. <laughs> this man, th- this man's. Got a fucking mullet yeah. cut, and he 
<laughs> oh my god, they're fucking epic. He's got a girl with a mustache and he's good, dude. He did. That's what's perfect about it. He's got a full-blown fucking handlebar mustache. I remember two years ago, dude, when Fitzmagic came out of nowhere and had a fucking... Like, he had a streak of, like... That, that's what I get for swiping around and doing too much. Well, I mean, you're a research guy, too. <clears throat> Most of the time. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm just going to release these two together. I think I can combine them, actually. So they won't be too bad. Hey, but, uh, you should yeah. be able to. Dude, so remember two years ago in Fitzmagic, he had like three, three or four games where he threw for over 4,000 yards. And he just was fucking balling. And he fucking... Oh, yeah. And he comes into the press conference, dude, with a giant chain on and the fucking tiger fucking... Conor McGregor tattoo fucking tape with chest, dude. Remember that shit? I remember it. It was fucking epic. That's the same shit that remind that's that's why it reminded me of fucking this shit that fucking Minshew just did. Because it it's like the same shit that I could fucking see um Fitz doing that I could see see Fitz doing. Yeah, I really hope uh Man, you know, I want to see a couple years. I I really hope he goes, he surprises Washington, uh, makes him competitive. That's the only thing you can say is make him competitive because uh, I think if uh, what's his face is to 100%, Dallas is, uh, if Dak's to 100%, I think Dallas is definitely the head and shoulders. Although the Giants team, I don't know, man. We'll see. Saquon's their biggest fucking issue, dude. They don't have a running game. I don't. I don't trust Danny Dimes, man. Okay. First of all, before we go too far away from this, check the picture that I just sent you. It's the picture of fucking Minshew. Nice. This is why you hang up our podcast, you son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Totally worth it. Amazing, dude. Um, I just did tell me it was not totally worth it, though. (laughs) Dude needs to fucking save that, man, all year. Oh, I think he is. I think that that was the whole point. Uh, I forget the way he, uh, the way he worded it on fucking. Um, it was the way the way he said it. Fuck how what how did it go? I'm sure. Oh my god! I'm sure it had something to do with gay sex because he's definitely going for the uh, the Tiger King dude. Look. <laughs> <laughs> and there was there was definitely memes posted about that too, along with uh well, I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> along with his along with his shenanigandry. That's good, man. Players um once again becoming having personality. <laughs> oh, uh did you hear um Oh, Eddie George is uh, going to coach uh, Tennessee State, by the yeah. way. And is that his first coaching game? <sighs> yes. Wow. No shit. Oh, yeah, because he was doing TV. That's right. He was like on NFL Network or some shit. Um. 
the uh, shit. What was it? No, I don't even remember what I was going to say. Um, oh, Aaron Donald um, had assault charges. Of course he does. From from something that happened like last year in April or some shit. <laughs> He'll get a two game. <laughs> Well, I, I don't. I didn't. I didn't get a chance to read into what happened. Yeah. What makes Aaron Donald so great is that because of his size and what everybody has said about his size throughout his career, he's got a real big chip on his shoulder. He's got a little bit of that little man complex. That's what makes him great. I'm sure somebody said something fucking stupid about his size. And he got smacked in the fucking mouth. So, probably not. It's probably something dumb. But, at least it's not 10 plus fucking sexual assault allegations. So, I'll take it. Uh, <laughs> he, let's see. Uh, he 16 stitches, broken orbital bone, broken nose, and a sprain or broken arm. Woo. Is what it <laughs> good, but apparently he wasn't the only one. Okay, yeah, you can tell. I mean, from from that, I mean, he was probably getting stomped on the ground. But what in the fuck? <laughs> what, what makes you think? because I doubt they started shit with him. Just he knows that he would get sued. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> realistically. <laughs> if you're smart, you've seen what Aaron Donald can fucking do to guys that are literally almost twice his size. Yeah. I'm not going to fuck with him. Nope. There's certain dudes you wouldn't. Him, Sue, wouldn't fuck with him. Yeah. Right? Like, Aaron Donald, he, the motherfucker practices swatting. With a fucking knife. He practices his hand moves with a goddamn knife. Perfect. You didn't see, you've never seen that? No, I don't check it out. He told me about. Uh, yeah, he practices, he practices like his, uh, like his, his hand control and everything for playing off the line. He practices it with his trainer coming at him with a knife. Um, yeah. Hey, man. So, anyway, uh, let's, uh, let's let's go straight into it, man. Edelman, what do you think, man? Hall of Famer, hands down, Hall of Famer. However, Gronk did say. That, uh, now this is probably just Gronk being Gronk because of the percentage that he gave to it. But Gronk did say 69% chance Edelman's not done. (laughs) I mean, it's Gronk being Gronk, of course, but still. Yeah. Yeah, He didn't realize he hasn't signed yet. Oh, no, he has. Uh, it's Antonio Brown who has to sign. Yeah, that's weird. Right. So, picked up Brown. 
Donavi, though. I don't... Overrated. Receiver. Say that again. I said they picked up uh, Bernard, their wide uh, Cincinnati. Wide yeah. Wide. Running back. No, no, not, not Bernard. Fuck. The other dude. Tampa just picked Who, up. the Bucks? Yeah, the Bucks picked up. Uh, Giovanni Bernard. So, that dude's one of the most overrated players in the league, I think. But anyway. I I think he's trash. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, subpar. He has no hand. No hand. He had like one good season. And everybody was up his ass for whatever reason. And, and teams just haven't realized that he doesn't have good hands. Well, compared to what he was playing off of, yes, he had good hands. Yeah. Well. But Cincinnati was right in getting rid of him because, I mean, fuck, dude, they got Mixon. The dude can catch and fucking plow through the fucking line. Yeah. Well, that's success. A.J. Green would go and he would set the table because he was double teamed. A lot of times Bernard would be have a corner on him with no safety help. So, yeah, your numbers are going to be good. He went everywhere else without a without a solid number one receiver, and he and he struggled. He's a slot receiver type. I still don't think he has the hands for it. And this is why Edelman, in my opinion, is a Hall of Famer because he has he had great hands. Now everybody says yes, he had the most drops. You know what I mean? But the year that he had the most fucking drops, he also didn't have a number two receiver. There was nobody else. It was the Edelman show. There was no defense, no offense whatsoever. It was Tom Brady and Edelman playing fucking catch. And Edelman... And, and Gronk in there every once in a while when he wasn't hurt. Oh, I'm talking about the after Gronk retired. When it was last year that, that Tom was on the fucking... Uh... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was the year that uh, Edelman himself had trouble staying on the fucking field. Yeah, he was beat the fuck up, man. Yeah, well, you come across the fucking field and you get laid out by fucking two linebackers and see how many times you can get back up. Yeah, and people forget, like, I mean, the dude... <laughs> like, Edelman's our height, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think Tyree Hill is about 5'7". Fucking retarded. That dude is 5'7". Yeah. Seven. Woo! But anyway. Yeah, it's... Yeah, yeah, go ahead. It's stupid, but he's – I mean, it's the same reason that, like, fucking people like that in the Army can run fast because there's not much to him. Except Tyreek Hill, he's got muscle to him, yeah. but he's just stupid fast Yeah, he's, for well, no fucking reason. He's starting to bulk up a little bit each year. He's due for uh, the longevity. Um but DK Metcalf, man, oof, that dude, <laughs> that dude, that dude, I then why King Wilson stayed with Seattle, and if they do something through the draft about their defense, I think they might make a run. Uh, not not a run as in championship. I mean a run for the playoff. I don't know if they'll make it, but they'll definitely make a run. I think that if you guys take 
a solid receiver in the first round, you guys would be Gucci. I agree. However, you can't expect to give a year-by-year contract to a fucking dude who has given you 16 years and has been... First of all, he's, he's gotten you to the fucking championship game twice. You know what I'm saying? Like, True. Championship two years in a row. MVP last year. His down year still had a touchdown-interception ratio, which is fucking ridiculous. The only thing is his numbers were down. His uh, yard numbers were down. But he was hurt. Like, why you – don't, you don't tell somebody like that, hey, man, we're just going to take it one year at a time. You don't do that. That's – it's not that's something you would do to like a like Jones in New York, you know. Hey man, you're kind of unproven, or even Fitz Magic, you know. Hey, right, which makes sense. You don't do that to a fucking first ballot walk on fucking Hall of Famer, a guy. Who, yeah, you don't do that to a franchise player, a guy who is arguably the best, like physical quarterback. Him and Mahomes now are interchangeable, but um, you know what I mean. Like, you just don't do shit like that. But, um, but yes. Yeah, so, man, you good? Say what? You're good, man. Good with what? Oh, you're, there's just like a shit ton of background noise, dude. <laughs> Oh, my bad. I was pulling my hoodie off, bro. Hey, uh, so, Edelman, uh, the other thing is you got to realize that basically through half of his football playing time, he wasn't a receiver. Um, so he was built and he learned to play the game differently. Um, and then he had to make those adjustments. Those injuries were bound to happen. I didn't expect him to last 10 years. Uh, I think Wes Welker lasted – I think he did 12, but he was so severely fucking concussed at the end of it. Uh, it was terrible. <laughs> I mean, yeah, slot receiver, right? <laughs> That's because Welker didn't adjust his game. Welker still played the same way from beginning to end. Yeah. But uh, I just think Edelman was uh, – first of all, he was. I think he was a better receiver. Um, I think he could run better routes. He had better – I think he had better speed. Uh, Dude was clutch. Yeah. Was an amazing fucking punt, punt returner. And if you needed it and you needed to fucking do a trick play, dude still had a fucking arm. So, yeah, you know, it's it's amazing. But uh, he's only... Like, that's, that's one thing that I would love to see more of in the NFL is, like, trick plays like that. Like the... Uh, you know, them throwing the fucking like receivers throwing the football to the fucking quarterback or another receiver. Yeah, I I love that shit. It, it pumps the crowd up. It pumps the team up, especially when it works. Unless you're, you know, Tom Brady trying to fucking run to catch a ball. Yeah, that's pretty um, sad to watch. Man. <laughs> it was it was very very sad to watch. It's not even that it's all like. The horrible mess came with age. Look at his videos from years ago. He was awful. 
hilarious. <laughs> but the dude knew how to yeah. dude knows how to win. Yep. Well, hey man, I, I'm interested, man. I mean, I, I think they can definitely make a run. Uh, likely to make a run because they really beat the fuck up. Um, yeah, we'll see, man. I think it's going to be them probably in Kansas City again. Kind of hoping not. Hoping Kansas City just falls apart again. I don't think they will. You know, and I was definitely for the Bucks winning. Number one, uh, I love the idea of Tom Brady winning winning the Super Bowl without uh, Belichick. There's something really, really Oh yeah, for sure. I uh, I love a lot of the a lot of the players that are some of my favorite players that play on that team. Even though I'm a Packers fan, but I also wanted Mahomes to taste humility because he never has. He's never had. To. He's always just been. He's he's amazing. He really is. He's a fucking. He is a slightly better version of a young Aaron Rodgers. The only reason why I say slightly better is because he can make some throws due to his baseball background out of arm slots that Rodgers couldn't. So if you wrap Rodgers up, he typically would tuck the ball, or if he was falling forward, he might try to flip. He didn't have him fuck, have a dude fucking sideways. <laughs> And still flick the ball fucking forty plus yards. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that doesn't happen. No, and I think he did learn humility. I really do. So now I'm all. Oh yeah, well, I mean, he just—he literally got showed the fuck up on the biggest stage of his career. So. However, like I said, I think, I think he, like the humility is there, so now I'm all for it. I say Kansas City. I see Kansas City possibly being able to – if they can keep Andrew Reid. Um, Andrew Reid sometimes makes them really fucking weird calls in big games, but since he's been in Kansas City, he's done it a lot less. Um, you know, I think they could be the next um, – they definitely – could be the next new one. Maybe not as many championships, but to just be a powerhouse for that many, uh, that many, it's that many years. <clears throat> so, um, but we'll see. Fucking, let me ask you this question, dude. And I mean, I want you to be completely like objective and honest because okay. I, my, my vision. I think because I'm a fan. All right. Damn, dude. Squeaky doors, man. Yeah, man. It's an old ass house. Yeah. All right, man. So, like I said, me being a fan of this guy, I, I think kind of blocks my view a little bit. So I want to know your honest opinion. When he finally calls the, 
Marquette's Nadamika Sue, Hall of Famer, yes, no, why? First ballot, no. Um, could he possibly potentially be a Hall of Famer? Yeah, I mean, but do I think that he will be? No. Um, because I mean, really, I mean, look at what, really look at what he's done throughout his career. What has he really done? Well, he won defensive rookie of the year, defensive player of the year. Every single defense that he has played on since the beginning has been ranked the number one run defense in the NFL. Um, he's a defensive tackle that when teams didn't know that they had to double team him or triple team him every single fucking play would get, could get fucking 10 plus sacks, which is ridiculous. Um, and now they have to double team him. So he plugs up so many fucking lanes. They have to double or triple team him. So they stop the run. So he makes every defense that he goes to better. As a matter of fact, he makes them number one, which is fucking awesome. <laughs> Okay, so here's my argument back to that. Yeah. We know that they tend to look more at stats mm-hmm. than they do the actual career of the player. Yeah. With look, just looking at stats alone, is he a Hall of Famer? No. Yeah, it's close. It's very, like it's close. He's very borderline. And here's why I think. Okay, so I think he will make it eventually. Um, first ballot. Well, I think he should be first ballot based on what he, how he makes the players around him better. Um, absolutely. But like you said, people don't look at that. The other thing is, you have to realize that a lot of the writers don't like Sue because Sue, unfortunately, as nice of a dude as he is outside of the sport inside the sport is a dirty player, you know? And uh, so I think a lot of people are going to also keep him off because of his attitude and the way that he, you know, the shit that he did. Reminds me of another player. Yeah. Which one? Yeah. Who? Owens. T.O. Oh, nah, man. T.O. T.O.'s a Hall of Famer and everybody knows it. They're just trying to, quote unquote, humble him. The thing is, man, you know, he was uh, uh, fucking, he was trying to make a comeback too, man. Just like, uh, what's his name from Dallas? I can't remember his fucking name. That he played for the Ravens. <sighs> anyway, uh, he, was, uh, he was a Dallas receiver, man. And he was on a Ravens last year. He made like a comeback. Fuck, man. It was like. Oh, a- oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Like, they're not. Yeah. Um, same thing. I don't know what he looked like when he was running um, around. Bro. What's up? Des Bryant. Yeah. Des Bryant. Yep. Dude, I was really happy for him, man. I don't, I never liked. I never you liked. Said, you, said, you were saying Cowboys receiver. I was like, did Michael Irvin try to make a comeback? 
Because that dude, I'm pretty sure, still got it. <laughs> um, yeah, man, I was really happy for him, dude. I love, I love the comeback story. I think he's, I think he's very humbled now. Um, so I was really, really stoked to see him. Really, kind of start to put up numbers towards the end of the year. Um, you look really good, I thought. So yeah, man, that was cool to watch. Uh, but yeah. Owens is trying to do the same thing. I, like again, I don't know how it worked out. So, who the fuck knows? It, it didn't work out. What? He he tried. It was a couple of years ago that he tried it, and it didn't work. Ah, well, fair enough. At least he gave it a shot. I mean, he could have, but it was more or less. I think it was an auto tune about the entire thing that got him. You know. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, that dude is definitely all up in And, you know, I know the last five years or so, he was definitely a lot more drop uh, happy than he, than, than he ever was. Um, you know, and obviously he had a lot of melting relationships with quarterbacks, but that doesn't matter. His play on the field... He was he busted his ass on the field, man. He did, um, but and that's what I'm saying was like it was it was his shit that was in his antics. The way he played on the field is what is what they said kept him from being, you know, a first ballot. Yeah. Well, it's funny. He also realistically killed the careers of two quarterbacks. So that's pretty impressive. Actually, you could almost say three. Name him. Well, Garcia. I mean, Garcia was never anything special, but he just – he was a lot less special after. (laughs) Romo. (laughs) Romo was done after the field. It was – he was just – Fucking finished. I thought he was pretty good, especially for a little dude. Um, Anyway, uh, and number three, man, you just made me fucking. Oh, Don McNabb, man. McNabb, I feel like after that fucking Super Bowl game, um, I think he really kind of, his wad was blown, and I think he was, and dealing with Owens nonstop, too. You know what I mean? I think he was. He just kind of burnt the fuck out and never recovered. So you could potentially say, yeah. huh? I can I can agree with the last one for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, the Garcia one. I mean, Garcia was never really anything special, like we said. But you're right. And then uh, Romo. Uh, so, watching Romo play was like watching a it was like watching an amateur try to play in the pros that shouldn't really have been there. Because you could, he had great ball vision and great like field vision, and he could t- like he does it every time you watch a fucking game. And Romo is the announcer; he tells you exactly what's going to fucking happen. Yeah, and then it happens. The dude's. He's he's great when it comes to that. 
But as far as like play on the field, I didn't think he was anything special. Here's the here's the problem with with Romo, and I think this kind of ties in a little bit with Terrell Owens. Tony Romo, as far as physical skills, again, he's only about five ten. He's a little dude. Um, was incredible. You look at his season, 4,000 yards, 4,000 yards, 4,000 yards. A dude could fucking play. The problem is, is that he never, he never developed that confidence to lead at times when he needed to lead. And like I said, Owens probably was a lot of that. You know what I mean? He wouldn't give him that opportunity to be a leader. And then I don't know, at, you know, how he if he developed at all earlier on because it didn't seem like it. It seemed like he, it seemed like he was there to play, but he wasn't there to lead, and that's what limited him as a quarterback, in my opinion. But to say he wasn't a quarterback, if if he developed that one aspect mentally, he would have been a fucking phenomenal quarterback. It just. For whatever reason, it just never clicked with him, which is weird. But, yeah, it just never clicked with him. I mean, truth be told, I'm, I was never, like, a huge Roma fan to begin with. Um, it's just it, – I mean, it is what it is. So me change the fact that I like him, you know? Listen, man, uh, I don't hate any team more than the Dallas Cowboys, all right? So mm-hmm. it's very, very, very hard for me to defend – um, <laughs> any cowboy? Yeah. Let me tell you what got me on Team uh, Romo, and this was like the last two years of his career. What kind of got? Me... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I was. Yeah, that's what I, they meant by. <laughs> so imagine my just I fucking turned it on, and there's a football game on. You know. <sighs> <laughs> Um, the amount of hate, like the Dallas Cowboys at that point, they, I think they had Dez. Um, they didn't have a running back that was worth a fuck. They were transitioning, so they had holes everywhere, and they were still competing for a playoff spot. And for fucking two years straight, all like because I was stationed in Texas, um, all I heard was Texas like uh, Cowboy fans shit on Tony Romo. When the dude was working with no weapons and he was still making it happen. I became so fucking bitter with that that I started hating him more than I hated them before. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's one of the reasons, one of the many reasons why I hate the New York Yankees, even though I'm from fucking New York, is they, the fans would do the same shit. You know, you could have the, you know, the guy who is consistent, but he'll go on a fucking a week long slump and everybody's like asking like, is it done? Is he done? They're doubting him. No support. You know, it's like, come on, man. Like what the fuck, dude? The only player that they never did that to was Jeter. Truth. Well, yes, they did not because, and, and you know, what's funny, dude. I, I hated Jeter would have been like, fuck y'all. Fine. I'm gone. Yeah. <laughs> and went and played for the He would have went and played for fucking the goddamn Red Sox just out of spite. That would have been great. 
<laughs> yeah, I um, yeah, man. So when 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 Jeter retired, I was I was like, it was one of those really like mutual respect things. Like, hey, man, one of the greats. And Jeter's one of those dudes. When you look at his stats, I mean, stat wise, he's kind of okay. Not a really great defender, you know. Uh, sub, you know, sub average uh, power numbers. Um, didn't steal a lot, you know. But he, but as a whole package, the guy was incredible. You know what I mean? So he, he made him a whole. He was consistent. Yeah, he was completely consistent, mm-hmm. like throughout his entire career. Yeah, yeah, he's. It was something, man. He uh, he really was, and he kept that rivalry alive. I love it, uh, but unfortunately, the rivalry died when Steinbrenner died. You know, um, the the family doesn't necessarily spark the interest between the Yankee and and Red Sox thing. Like, there's no tension when they're playing against each other like it used to be. You know. And I think a lot of that is because George passed. So with him, I think so did kind of that. This generation's beef, you know. Plus, we won fucking three championships. So I mean that that also. Yeah, I think I think the biggest thing was um, when when we broke the uh, the Bambino curse. Uh, I think that's kind of what ended it all, dude. Let me tell you, man. I used to I used to do this gig, right? And it would be seven on, seven off. Technically, it was like seven and a half on, six and a half off, right? But you would go and you would live at the facility for seven straight days, right? So, you know, I had to get up at like five thirty in the morning, uh, so I could get everything fucking ready to roll. And I'm, you know, working all the way till, you know, nine, 10 o'clock at night, you know? So sleep, like, is very, very cherished. I lost so much fucking sleep that week, dude. Like, I was exhausted. And what's funny, dude, is uh, the first three games of that series in 04, um, I had fucking full fucking Red Sox year on, dude. And we go fucking 0-3, dude. For the rest of the series, because the next the next game, I was like, yo, I'm I'm let me just try this. And I didn't wear any of my Red Sox gear, dude. And they won. For the rest of the series, dude, wouldn't touch anything Red Sox, dude. <laughs> I remember I remember you told me about that. Yeah. It's the same it's the same reason that like game day, I, I dude, I will I love to support my fucking I love sporting my fucking Michigan shit. Yeah. I love sporting my fucking brown shit. But during game day, I will not wear it. I will wear it the day before and the day after, but I will not wear it on game day. Yeah. Unless I'm going to something. If I'm going to said game, you best damn believe I'm having, I got shit on. Yeah. That's funny, dude, man. I didn't know anybody else was crazy like me. So when it comes to that. Yeah, um, it's very superstitious, but I am, when it comes to that, I am 100% all about it, <laughs> and I do the exact same fucking thing. Yeah, I think anybody who's a sports fan is super, super, super superstitious. 
I think the only place that you don't really see that much superstition per se by the fans um, is for combat sports. You really don't see it there. But I think with anything else, man, superstition runs rampant when it comes to sports, dude. Yeah, I mean, truthfully, like if you go watch a UFC fight and you're cheering for, you know, you're cheering for fucking Conor McGregor and he's fighting Poirier. He, by the way, he's fighting him again. Yeah, I know. Um, but, uh, it, you know, if you're for one or the other, you know, it's it's a matter of one swing. If Connor walks into fucking it walks into it and pull your fucking swings, all he's gonna do is connect with that right spot and fucking he's gone, like he's out. It's it's a matter of right time, you know, for everything. So it's 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 a little bit different versus you know, baseball game, basketball game, football game. Yeah, you know, it's more personal. Yeah. Speaking of that fight, I actually think McGregor is going to win the third and final fight um, if he can finish it in the first round. Um, I think he's going to put out a lot of forward pressure, uh, trying to eliminate that calf kick uh, because that calf kick, unfortunately, regardless of what you do with it, um, it's it's there. You know what I mean? Um, but I think he's going to push forward so that it will hurt. Huh? It will hurt. Yeah. So I think he's going to come at him. Uh, I think he also – I saw in a fight, that was a couple openings where he popped um, Poirier and Poirier kind of had an oh shit moment. The thing with Dustin is Dustin, as great as he is, he's gotten really good defensively. He's gotten really good with his hands defensively. But he's chinny. But he knows how to protect it, and he knows that that's one of the things that he really needs to watch. You know, and I'm not saying he's like a bitch or anything like that. I'm just saying, like, for whatever reason, if he gets caught early, he's he's in trouble. Um, but yeah, I, I I think Connor might be able to pull this one off, man. I can't wait to go through those fights, to be honest with you, because uh, that fucking that card is the next two pay per view cards are absolutely out of control. <clears throat> I, I haven't even looked at him yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was I happened to hop on there earlier and I saw that the McGregor one was Official. McGregor and Dustin one. So Yeah, they finally signed it. So yeah. Oh did, you know who did sign a fight that I'm stupidly enthralled to fucking watch? Who? And excited to watch? Tyson. Uh Fucking Tyson. Who's he fighting? I forget. Um, I will tell you in a second. That uh, that Roy Jones. I'll, I'll just chat while you look. That Roy Jones fight was pretty fucking interesting. Um, if that first fucking two rounds, uh, Tyson was fucking was moving. I think he and Roy Jones were both fucking really surprised that Roy Jones was still standing in front of him. But, you know, as the fight progressed, you saw Jones had a little more in the gas tank because he's been fighting more recently um, and definitely started to take control. If that was like a like a 10-rounder, um, I think Tyson would have been in big trouble. Big trouble. 
Did you find it? Nope. Ah. So I know uh, Tyson Fury is saying um, he just I think he went on Twitter or some shit. It was either Twitter or either interview. Um, he said at the deal uh, for him and Josh was just about done, and he's 100% confident that it's going to happen. Apparently, more investors came forward and are willing to invest to uh, to make the deal a little sweeter. So, yeah, that's a great fight. I mean, Tyson Fury's going to fucking destroy him. <laughs> but... Mm. And then, uh, and then he said, uh, after he's done with Joshua, I fucking because Francis Ngannou mentioned him. He says if fucking Ngannou wants to get it on, then he can be. He'll gladly, gladly accept that next. So uh, it's going to be a really rough for Ngannou if he does take him up for it, because Ngannou does hit incredibly hard. Tyson Fury is incredibly hard to hit. So, uh, and he showed that. I mean, Deontay Wilder. Is a hard-hitting fucking heavyweight. Maybe you could argue, maybe top five all-time hardest-hitting heavyweight, and he couldn't fuck. Okay, so so it was supposed to be um, Holyfield, but That's, it changed because it was supposed to be on the twenty-sixth of May. Mm-hmm. That fight's not going to happen. There's nobody who's going to, unless they go full fucking headgear, and Bigger gloves, I don't see this fight happening because there's no way his fucking Holyfield can pass fucking physical, dude. Have you listened to him talk? Uh, have you listened to Tyson talk? Tyson. <laughs> I mean, so much different, man. <laughs> Tyson, yeah, he's a little scrambled from the hits that he took. You can tell a little bit. But for the most part, man, Tyson's still Tyson. I think Tyson has this, he has this childlike excitement. You know what I mean? So when he's talking about something, I think sometimes he gets so overexcited to like share the story <laughs> or tell the punchline or whatever. And then he becomes harder to understand because he gets really excited and he really starts to like half laugh and talk fast and he's got the list and everything else. And you're like, what the fuck, dude? So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Holyfield wants to fight um, McBride. Holyfield just needs to stop, man. Damn. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? You can't. I mean, I know he's got like 80 children, but. <laughs> uh, I mean. What can you do, right? He's going to do what he wants, man. Yeah, it just you, you really want to know like who I would love to see fucking fight, even though they're completely different fucking weight classes. Money Mayweather and Tyson. Tyson would kill him. You know, yeah, but that's a completely different world again, like you said. Um Yeah, it's hard to tell, man. I don't know, dude. I've never, I've never seen a fighter. I've never seen a fighter like Tyson, and I've never seen a fighter like Mayweather. 
You know what I mean? I've seen great defensive boxers. I've been a huge fan of Bernard Hopkins for years. And they use a Philly shell is what they do. Both of them use, but they use it. Mayweather figured out how to use it so much better. Um, defensively, there's it's not even close. I, and that's the problem, man. I've never seen anybody fight like me. You know, and there's like a lot of conversations like, hey, man, like what would happen if Sugar Ray Leonard fought him? And it's hard to tell, man. You know what I mean? Hand speed for hand speed, they're, they're the same. Uh, it's just one's more defensive, one's more offensive. So I don't know, man. Mayweather is no joke, dude. People sleep on him. You know what's fucking crazy, dude, is you hear – you read these stories online. So Mayweather lives in Las Vegas. Um, right. And he's, he's out every single night, right? But when he's out every single night, like they go to strip clubs or clubs or wherever the fuck they go, dude's just sipping fucking water, dude. He's not drinking. And then when they're done – he has his fucking driver ride behind him and he runs back home. You know? So. I mean, um, if, if you got your body into that kind of shape, mm-hmm. wouldn't you want to get there too? I don't know. Barring, barring all of the injuries that we currently have, if we were not in that state anymore, and you were in peak peak fighting shape or peak shape that you would want to be in. Would you want to keep? Would you want to keep it like that? Well, of course you would. The problem is that fighters, because they have to cut weight for the fight, when they get out of fights, they let themselves go. They'll take, you know, three to six weeks of nothing just to recover, and a lot of times they need it. Um. But, you know, that's he's just a different mindset. He was he's always dedicated. Like, that's my thing about Mayweather. And I realize I've always been a Mayweather defender and a fucking Pacquiao hater, to be honest with you. There's nobody that works harder than Mayweather. The only guy I ever seen who worked this hard was a like a young, young, young Mike Tyson. So it's kind of funny that parallel kind of comes back. But the level of fucking commitment and drive that it takes to always be on always never never fucking slip dude that's amazing that's amazing i mean when you don't have you know i mean the dude doesn't have anything else you know it's not like he has you know fucking does he even have any kids? He's not married, is he? Uh, it's just him. Yeah, I think he's divorced. I don't know, man. I mean, he might have a son. Maybe. I don't know. But my point is, is like, it, it's just for the most part, it's just it's just him. You know, he's maybe he's waiting on that next. You know, that next fight or the next person to step up and be like, I'll whoop your ass. And then he's just going to be like, all right, bet. No, literally, bet. We'll bring the ring and do it. Well, that's what they're doing. He's fighting one of the fucking two internet retards there. Those brothers. I don't know who the fuck they are, but anyway, 
Yeah. So he's having an exhibition match. And it's funny, the dude that he's that he's going against um, is significantly Is he really, Huh? Is he really fighting Logan Paul? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's already said. Um, oh my God. And Logan, Logan Paul, I think is I, I don't know how much the kid weighs, but I would imagine he's got to weigh about buck ninety. So um, I've so, I've seen him. He's he's tall. Yeah, like he's tall. <laughs> yeah, and he's fighting Mayweather. I think Mayweather. I think Mayweather's five nine or five ten. He's not. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Mayweather's like five ten. This dude's like six three. At least this dude in a single round is gonna be gassed as fuck. <laughs> he is going yeah. to be gassed as a motherfucker. And Mayweather's just going to toy with him the rest of the way. It's going to be fucking hilarious. I can't wait. It's going to be like a Conor McGregor fight all over again. Yep. yep. That's it. I mean, McGregor... But I mean, at least, at least McGregor, you know, was already primed and, you know, pretty much had stamina to go more than you know yeah. one round at least because of his of his UFC training and everything. Yeah. So with McGregor, um, Mayweather still gave him some respect. He wasn't. He didn't start walking into hot zones until he knew that Mayweather or uh, McGregor kind of started to blow his wad a little bit. Um, but that's the smart. That's, yeah. that's the level of fucking intelligence that this dude has. It's fucking ridiculous. But Logan Paul, man, even if you're just doing it with a yeah. missing when you're throwing a punch, is so fucking exhausting. You fucking gas so fucking fast, and I'm telling you, like that's all he's gonna do. And I don't think you know a lot of people are like, oh, he's gonna run for the first round. Nah, man. What I think actually he's gonna do is what he did against Canelo, which is stand in front of him. And just make a miss. Mm-hmm. And then he's, yeah, he's just gonna move. He's just gonna bob and weave. That's it. Bob and weave. <laughs> no need to no need to blow any extra yeah. fucking energy. Keep the legs fresh. And then just fucking he's gonna bob and weave <laughs> and then fucking throw his jabs and get his hits in. Yeah. Uh, make him a little sore, make him a little t- more tired than what he is, man. Just throwing munches. Yep. It's gonna be a beautiful thing, dude. Look, uh, it's. I'm telling you, man. I, you know, I wish. I wish that that entire era of <clears throat> uh, early '90s through the mid 2000s, when boxing was well, even to now. Well, not till now. Fuck till now. Although Lomachenko, but uh, <laughs> I, I wish that that this generation of young fight fans who are like MMA fans were able to fucking witness in real time some of the boxing matches that I got to watch growing up, you know? It, um, yeah, because it will give them a bigger appreciation. I think what would happen is that both sports would start to support each other a little bit. Right now, boxing is starving so fucking badly that the only thing that they can do is double down and battle against MMA and try to discredit MMA as a. Or try to get some of the MMA, you know, to MMA fans to come over and support boxing. Have you watched any bare knuckle boxing, dude? 
Uh, no, but that sounds absolutely fantastic. It is absolutely fantastic. It is, uh, it is one of my favorite fucking things to watch. Um, the <laughs> women, dude. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's super. We're not talking like world star shit, right? We're talking like legit, you know. Yeah, it, there's a, there's, it's, there's a league called bare knuckle boxing and they go in and the only thing they have is they have wraps. And that's it. And then they fight. Oh, God. That would, that would, oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. I would rather get hit with somebody's fucking fist. Oh, yeah. I would, I would, I would, I would way more rather get hit with somebody's fist over a fucking rap. Jesus Christ. Yeah, dude. Watch some videos, dude. It's, uh, it's, it's, first of all, it's awesome. Um, because it's, you know, in MMA or boxing, Typically, unless you hit somebody perfectly, well, in MMA, you can use an elbow or, you know, but whatever. But typically, you wear somebody down in order to create cuts. You know, um, you fucking hit in the same area, and then maybe you'll catch it just right. In bare-knuckle boxing, bro, <laughs> it doesn't matter, dude. It looks like... No, you get two fucking clear shots to a fucking cheek, and that bitch is busted the fuck out. Oh, it happens a lot, dude. Dude, the, I think the women are so much more brutal, um, and they don't. It was easy. Have a, a smaller finish rate. You know what I'm saying? And them having a uh, smaller uh, finishing rate makes it obviously you're gonna have a longer fight. So by the time they're done, holy fuck, dude! Some of these people are completely unrecognizable. It's great. And Tim Kennedy, who uh, you know who Tim Kennedy is, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's actually coming out of retirement. Um, and he's going to I think in May, he's actually gonna have a bare knuckle fighting uh championship fight. So uh Paige Van Zant went over there, which was interesting. Um she she fought very valiantly. Um she lost the decision, but she looked really fucking good. Actually, she looked so much better than she ever looked as an MMA fighter. Honestly, it's, it's really fucking weird. She, uh, so yeah, there's a, there's a lot of big players that are coming over to that. Dude, that just sounds fucking, oh my God. Now I want to go watch fucking nothing. Oh man, there's so much of it on YouTube. You can get caught up to it's, it's fucking awesome, dude. It really is. It's, it's just, it's something so different and it's so primal and pure. Um, yeah, dude, I love it. Yo, you're already dumb enough. Well, nah. nah, man, dude, I, I'll be honest, man. Um, it's not, it's not that I can't take a punch like I used to be able to, you know what I mean? All the concussions that I've had, I've come to realize I can't take a punch. Like, it's not that it, uh, shots, sh- uh, shuts my uh, lights out. So, Back in the day when I would take fucking shots, it would just, it'd be nothing. I wouldn't feel anything. You know what I mean? And then after everything was done, like, I'd get fucking migraines. The thing is that as soon as I, if I'm like fucking sparring around, whatever, whatever, somebody fucking catches me cleanly, instantly get a fucking headache. So that's the part that sucks. Because I, 
I don't, I, that's part of the reason why I really, really love boxing for so many years is because it just, yeah, after the fact, you know, I'd get a fucking migraine, but during the scrap, there was nothing, you know what I mean? Body shots hurt like fuck, but anything to the fucking face was just like gravy. So I know I can't take that kind of punch anymore, man. Come on, man. You don't want to be the white Kimbo? Nah. Minus the dying part, obviously. But. Yeah, man. It's crazy. But it's fun, dude. Yeah, man. So you definitely got to check it out, dude. Uh, honestly, if we weren't as messed up as we were, I, I think it'd be. I think it'd be fun. But no, if <laughs> either of us tries that, we're gonna be. After five minutes, we're gonna be like, "Hold on, just, just give me a minute. Give me a minute. I'm, I'm old, okay? Just wait. Just look, man. <laughs> I'm not stupid, dude. I also realize that I've also gotten older. I've gotten older. I've gotten slower. I've gotten dumber, which is fucking weird. Um, <laughs> bro, <laughs> it's, true. it's true, unfortunately. Um. <laughs> I can't believe you just oh, said yeah. that. Yeah. Huh. It's just, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. Can, can you go tell your wife that? Because I really want to hear her response. Her response be, I know. <laughs> no, that's what I, mean. I know. You yeah, know. Uh, I, I I know. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a man child, dude. So it's... <laughs> don't feel bad, man. I get told the same thing. <laughs> oh, we don't. We don't have two kids. We, you know, we. I don't have a. I don't have a husband and a kid. I have. I have two children, one small and one large. Damn. Mm. And you're you're. <laughs> so, um, so I'm finally about to start hitting some sort of. Uh, some sort of weights. Um, again, it's going to have to be for for a while. It's going to have to be all upper body, though, because I need this fucking hip thing to unfuck itself um, before I really start putting a lot of pressure on it. So, but yeah, man, finally, uh, it's been, fuck, it's been almost, yeah, it's been almost a year. So, yeah, it's been about a year, actually. Yeah, so getting back to work, man. Yeah, I, uh, I need to start getting back into some sort of shape because this is not doing me any justice. Yeah, well, I mean, I built my own shit. Um, I mean, I obviously bought the equipment, but I put it, you know, I'm putting together my own shit. So right now we got a, we got a yeah. full spot rack. Um uh, cable pull downs. We got. Uh, we got. Did you say cable downs? A cable. That is total. Totally heard Kegel pull downs. I was like, all right, that's. I don't know what the fuck that would be, but that's that's impressive. Yeah, right. Um. <laughs> then I got uh, I got a cable machine, um, a full cable machine. Then I have a bench, 
Then I have another bench for, um, we have adjustable dumbbells. And then we have other dumbbells as well. We have that. We have a treadmill. And as of right now, that's it, man. I'm actually hunting for more weight uh, because that's not going to last very long. So, Well, I mean, between that and the, uh, the football training, you're about to start doing Well, the football training is going to be so um, I just got to fucking put this shit on paper, but I'm actually starting with them on Monday. Um, and right now, our my primary focus, uh, first we're going to go through fucking heavy stretches. So on days that we do, we focus more on upper body, <clears throat> will be days that they will stretch out their lower body after their workout. Um, <clears throat> that way, they're always fucking limber. And I'm trying not trying to get them hurt. I'm trying to get them to run up for six weeks, shut it down while Adam goes back home. Um, and then in, when if he comes back, at that point, I'd like him here about two weeks out from football and then do a, a, a compressed version to kind of get his, get his speed back, get, get his movements back, get his hand-eye coordination back, you know. So that's kind of the plan. Um, so this weekend I'm going to be putting uh, pen, uh, pen to paper and piecing this whole thing together. Uh, it's going to be a pretty intense six weeks, man. I'm, I'm stoked, dude. I guess. Well, just remember you actually put pen to paper and actually write yeah. it down and not yeah. forget. See, like my workouts, man, I just, yeah. I know it's so ingrained in my head. And then when I think of a new one, because I'm always thinking when something new comes in my head, especially when it comes to that, I try to kind of break it down and kind of piece the puzzle together of things that fit with similar muscle functions in order to piece it together. So I think about it so often, but by the time I get into it, like I know it, I just remember it. You know what I mean? So, but with this, this is different. I've never done um, such a big focus on, on explosiveness. So it's going to be pretty good. It's going to be, it's going to be fun, but I got them, um, I got them a harness with uh, bungee cords. Um, oh, yeah. Nice. So that way we can do um, different variants of uh, resistance exploding out of the block. Um, so I got them that I got a chain so we can hook it up to a tire with the harness. They can do fucking sprints with that. I got hurdles. Yeah. Need the fucking you don't even need weight after that point. You need a sled. You don't even need weight at that point. Just put your ass. Yeah, yeah, no shit, right? I could just sit on the tire. It's a big ass. It's a big ass tire, dude. <laughs> so, <laughs> look, look, we're trying to we're trying to help him, not throw him right? back out. Um, I got the I got the tricolor uh, hand eye coordination um, ball thing. Um, no, you really. Yeah, I got hurdles. I got ladders. Uh, so we're gonna do we're gonna and cones. We're gonna do a lot of explosive shit, and it's just gonna be in the middle of it all. That's why I got that fucking ball. When one of the boys isn't working, but the other one is, one that isn't working is gonna fucking randomly chuck it and call out a color. So they're always fucking paying attention, you know. Yo, you need what you need to do is you need to like get. It doesn't matter if it's a, like a uh, like an old ass camera or something. Just get a camera, mm -hmm. like a video camera, and just just so you can record yeah. it. 
just so you can be like, oh, so here's what we need to work on. Here's okay, I see see this, this, you know, that way you you can go back and visualize yeah. and show that this is this is what we need to do. This is what we need to fix. Yeah. So I'm gonna um, film. We're gonna start watching film probably three nights a week for their specific positions, right? So it'll be either three or two nights a week because they're uh, my son plays um, safety and Adam Adam realistically is playing safety on seven on seven, but he's more of a slot receiver. He's too short to be a safety. Um, but it's going to be all about um, for him. A lot of it is going to be handwork. He's got to learn about the handwork at the fucking line of scrimmage when he's exploding out. Also, these kids are so yes. are so quote unquote juke happy that that it it, it loses its effect. So we're gonna really done. <laughs> so I want to confuse players. Uh, maybe throw in a chop or something, and then fucking break in on a fucking you know on a route something. You know, give him that advantage because if he get he's fast. He's he is fast, but he. I, Get much faster. Yeah, yeah. I think he ran a four seven seven, which isn't fast, like combine number, but um, it's not bad, dude. It's not bad for for a kid that's never really trained to increase his speed. That's fucking really good. Yeah. Well, how tall he's, is he? Right now, about five eight. He's gonna. He's probably gonna be about five ten, five eleven. He's not gonna be taller than that. My son is probably going to be about he's he's about six one, so he's probably going to hit six two, and that's it. And he just needs to fill in more, um, which obviously is something that I can definitely assist him with. So yeah, but I like to keep him because he's six two, huh? You help somebody fill out with size wise weight, and no. I don't know. Saying it, we don't. It doesn't. It doesn't really. It's. It's actually funny. It's not that much weight because realistically, he should be like one ninety five, two hundred. Um, in order to, and then as he progresses through, his weight will probably fluctuate more to where it's going to be. He's going to be able to maximize his speed. But I like to keep him about one ninety five. That's like the goal. Um. I think you know at most, at most you should be no more than like two ten. Yeah, yeah, and that's you know I mean that's if he was to play like a like a tight end position, then he'd be you know two twenty to maybe two thirty area, just so he still has speed. Um, that's what I realized, yeah. dude. And you know what's fucking crazy, dude, is uh you know I mean I've been working out for fucking years and and reading all this shit and all this and that, you know. And so I have a really fucking weird way of looking at people's height and weight in relation to their weight, right? So, like, for me, like I said, I mean, I was, I'm 5'11", and I was, like, 287. And I felt good, and I was like, this is a little extreme. I'm like, I think I could get probably eventually work my way down to a, what I considered average size of 250 pounds. And then you look at these NFL dudes. Like Metcalf is considered a giant fucking receiver. I think he weighs like two fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking crazy, and he's like six four. Yeah, 
He's six four and he looks like a brick okay. shit house, but dude weighs Nothing. less than either yeah. of us. <laughs> so yeah, it's pretty it's pretty crazy. So I'm I'm really stoked for him, man. Uh, I want to give him that one season, the one opportunity to really not at least athletically be as close to to their peak as they can be because they never especially my son, like he he's always been more of a thinking dude. But now he's realizing his safety, he has to be obviously a lot more physical. Um, so to give him that opportunity and to give him that extra step so that he can get to a spot faster, maybe increases. Yeah. Uh-huh. It would be a bad thing. Uh, I mean, as far as like, as far as like a football IQ though, the kid's going to have that down pretty, pretty yeah. easily. Yeah, man. I'm excited, dude. Plus, they made the playoffs last year. So, it's the first time, I think, my son's seen a postseason on any team because we've always played on on-post teams, and on-post teams don't have team chemistry because everybody PCSs. And for whatever reason, I don't give a shit who hears this, for whatever goddamn reason, the referees fucking hate military fucking schools. Even though these kids, this game means – have nothing to do with it. Probably this game. More. <laughs> and it means, what? It means everything. Yeah, because kids. this is all that they have. Their parents probably fucking deployed. Their other parents probably working so they're not at the fucking game. And you're taking that away from them? Like, what a bunch of fucking scumbags. Like, that is – and I'll be honest, dude. Like, my son has played – so the first four years, he didn't play for a military, quote-unquote, program but after that he had and he's always been shit on and i've seen it man i've seen i've seen my fucking the kids on my son's team get fucking popped in the fucking face and the referee will be like we'll do something about it you know what i mean and and then they do something about it and they well, get I mean, that's happened it. a couple times but hey but like then the referee will keep talking to the one kid and the kid will be like hey it's it is Type of shit. Boom, flag. Dude, one of the kids literally got kicked out of their seven-on-seven game on our team for just that. And I know that it was just that because I was standing behind the end zone. <laughs> so that's all that it was. And uh, these referees are just a bunch of fucking scumbags, dude. Like, does it make you feel that much better? Like, were you that shitty of an athlete or that shitty of a fucking person or maybe couldn't get a piece of ass that you have to take it out on the kids? Like that's that's a little fucked up. Coincidentally, we reported the referee, and he'll never referee in this fucking organization again because he's had many complaints in the way that he talks to people, including parents. So, yeah, man, it's fucking. Oh yeah, bro, <laughs> you know me, and I know you, and I'm surprised that your mouth didn't get the better of you because I know mine would have. I, I'd have been thrown away. So my thing was so. The ref started some shit with my son earlier in the game. And uh, Sarah was getting, she was getting really, really fucking uptight. You know, she's getting up because, you know what I mean? Like, we see this shit all the time. Like, this isn't something I'm fucking making up. This is, this is legit. We legitimately, in our first fucking tournament, which was the second biggest fucking tournament in the nation, we won, but the referees, quote unquote, fucked up the score. And we ended up losing by like eight points. Like, 
just garbage, Jim. Garbage. You know? Um, but I always I always say, like, hey, let him let him do his thing. Let him do his thing. Let him figure it out. My kid's smart. He's got he's probably the only one who's got a bigger mouth than me. It's incredible. Okay, he doesn't have a bigger mouth than me because I talk a lot more shit. But when he plays football, dude, <laughs> I feel bad for everyone on that fucking field, dude. That kid is ruthless. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me want to fly down just to watch one of his games just to hear yeah. him. Just to be like, he's totally yours. Because <laughs> you know I would too. Hey, maybe when one these football seasons start, you can come and uh, visit your your next place of uh, that you're going to live in. Yeah. Uh. Oh, speaking of which, I just got a new job. Today. Oh, my God. Doing what now, dude? Uh, building uh, basically motherboards for uh, for lift trucks. Oh, okay. That's not too bad. It's hard on your hands, though. You know that, right? So yeah. your wrist is going to be fucked. No, it's really not. No? It's, it's pretty much yeah. all automated. That's the greatest part about it. Is the money that much better? Yes. Like four or five dollars, but yeah, yeah. Uh, with four or five dollars, I mean, it doesn't sound like a whole lot, but four or five dollars times fucking 40 hours a week, mm-hmm. yeah, it is a lot, it's it's a hell of a lot, <laughs> you know, yeah, but uh, yeah, man. Um, so basically, majority of it's like automated, um. So I basically take I'll take like a little motherboard and I'll put it in the machine and it'll it'll take into the thing and it'll put the you know the diodes and the resistors and everything in place and uh, yeah and then I'll pull it out put it on a shelf and I'll go to the next station. So when I got a uh, when I was originally looking for the new gig. Um, I wanted to always work in something automotive. Um, I was hoping to get into this body shop thing, you know, and it's and it's about to become available again. But now I'm really questioning, like, dude, can you physically do this? You know? Um, and the only other job that I really want to do, like, as far as a job and not trying to create something of my own, um, would probably be car salesman, dude. I'd love to fucking sell cars, dude. Dude, um, Joel and ask him how it was. Show like that. Yeah. No, I mean, you know, that's the thing. I, a lot of my friends, <laughs> Joel is really good at yeah. it. All I got to do is put in the effort, and he puts in the extra effort. He posts it on Facebook, he probably posts it on different fucking social media things. He's creating a network by using social media, most likely the people that are local to him. Um, so that's why yeah. he's, he's being really, really smart. He's, he's creating, he's building a clientele so fucking fast um, that within the next two years, he's going to be doing light work because a lot of those first year people are going to come back to him to trade in. So. He, he was. Yeah. He was. He's retired now. Who is Joe? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. He's full time dad. Good for him. 
That's even better. Yeah. He got that 100%. He got that hundo. And uh, he was like, I'm out, especially after the baby came. So he stays home all day, and he's full-time daddy. And his wife works. That's awesome. And he just hangs out with him all day, which I'm really jealous of because I would absolutely love to do that. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like, I need a fucking hobby to do something. Otherwise, I will go ape shit. But that's why I was like, dude, I got to fucking, I got, I'm doing it. I, it doesn't matter. I understand, like, and I'm not like saying anything. Like, people have lives and life shit happens, you know? But if I don't fucking do something, I'm going to start losing my fucking mind. And today, I started to notice that I started to get, uh, which is one of the rare things, because normally it doesn't happen. I usually keep it under wraps real well, but I started to get pissed off. And uh, I don't just I yeah. don't just get pissed off. You know what I mean? Like, nope. Well, I mean, you, you think about it, and the reason, like, your outlet, your outlet has been taken away for the past year. Yeah. And you basically haven't had that outlet for a year, and it's just kind of been, you know, building up and everything else. Yeah. Which is why when you said, "Hey, uh, uh, I'm I'm recording," I was like, "All right, let me go get my headphones." Yeah. Because I need, like, I know. <laughs> it's crazy. Like I knew. You know, it's it's crazy, man, because, you know, regardless of how well you do, you know, you're still feeling a certain way, you know, because, you know, you, you, you're not choosing to be a certain way. It's chosen for you. That's yeah. really fucking unfortunate. And for whatever reason, chatting about nothing is, to me, helps me out i think it's because for an hour or two it takes my mind away from everything and then i try to spend the rest of the- yeah no huh? Go ahead. oh and i just try to like focus on that for the day man and it's usually a good day afterwards because i'm like you know focusing on that as opposed to the fucking whatever bullshit mood i was in prior to yeah i know and that's why, like, so I know, I know now our, our, you know, our chats like this, they're going to have to, they're going to end up having to change, but I will be completely, like, off on weekends and everything from, you know, from when I start until whatever, but, so it'll be a Monday through Friday job, which gives me my weekends free, which is nice. Oh, Yeah. Because this whole having Monday and Wednesday off is fucking retarded. It is. Very. I have come to realize, though, that I dislike the 9 to 5 gig quite a bit. Because you have no time to get anything fucking done. Yeah, so that's that's why, like, these... uh, like these places that have that that I've been you know applying to and everything, like their first shift is like seven to three, man. 
That's not bad. Or like, or like three ten. The second shift when I'm working is literally two fifty to eleven. So I still have the morning to be able to get my stuff done, and then get off, be able to be awake for a couple hours, and not and not be ungodly late. Yeah, so I'll still be able to have essentially a normal day. Yeah. That's good, man. I hope everything fucking goes smoothly. Yeah, man. So the uh, the the plant manager, he's the one. Like he he came and actually like talked to me. He's like, "Hey, how's it going?" Blah blah. blah. My name's whatever. I don't remember. And he's like, "Hey, you uh, you want to go see the plant? Let's go see the plant. I'm gonna take you out the plant." I'm like, all right, <laughs> like so. When I when I first applied for, for these guys, I applied through like Indeed, right? Mm-hmm. And they contacted me back like the very next day. And uh, they're like, hey, go to our website and apply. Like directly to our website and apply directly to this movie. Mm-hmm. And mention when you, when you do it. I was like, all right. So I did. And I did this I want to say Monday. I did it Monday. And they called me yesterday. Or no, I did it. I did it Friday night. And so it was over the weekend and everything Monday. Uh, and then they called me yesterday and they're like, hey, is this, uh, is this you know, and I was like, yeah. Hey, uh, let's have an interview. Come in tomorrow morning all right cool great sounds perfect so i showed up dude took me around the plant and he's like he's like all right here's where you're going to start at and then you'll be able to work your way up and and transfer and work start working over here and then you'll be able to work your way over here and you'll be able to work your way over here or you could skip all these steps and basically come start working over here which is right underneath the engineers i'm like oh oh I was like, so these guys work with the engineers? He's like, yeah. All right. So that's the job that I want? He goes, yes. Uh, Can I just apply for that now then? And we'll just skip this whole other process? He's like, no, you have to start with the other one first. All right, that's fair. But yeah, he basically just gave me the straight up path of how to um, to work my way up. <laughs> it's like, all right, well, uh, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty sweet. Yeah, that is nice, dude. <sighs> all right, brother, I gotta get off here. I got some shit to do before fucking end of the night comes and. I got other shit to do. I got you, brother. Thank you for fucking jumping in, my man. Yeah, man. Twice. Did it twice. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to do a part one and part two. <laughs> you should be able to, to loop them together. Yeah. Um, we'll see. My phone's going to jank. Or you could just... Uh, well, you, you know, this is why you need an iPhone, so... 
Yeah, okay there, fucking girlfriend. You enjoy that with your fucking Starbucks, all right? I will. You leave me and my white girl alone, all right? I'm going to go get white girl whiskey. You do that. Enjoy your white claw. I'll talk to you later, brother. Fuck white claw. I haven't even tried that shit, and it tastes like shit, apparently. That's that's all I've heard is it tastes like ass. Yeah. It's not for me, but I'm not drinking. I haven't drank, so yeah. So that's good.